Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. This is part of our homeschool survival series, and I'm so glad that you've joined us today because we have some really important topics that we're going to talk about this week. And I'm sure you fit into these topics somehow because we're going to talk about elementary school, middle school, and high school. So if you're a homeschooling mom, you clearly have a child somewhere in that mix. Um, And so I am so glad to have my friend Val Harrison back with me today. She is a homeschool mama to seven, though you're only homeschooling two still, one and a half, as you said. (laughs) Yeah, a senior and a seventh grader. Right, right. Um, And she's a grandma. She is the host of the Practically Speaking Mom podcast, um, as well as the blog. And she's written several books on parenting and homeschooling and um, relationships, all those fun things that our life as homeschool moms encompass. And so we're going to talk about um, the the different levels of schooling this week. Um, I'm glad that you've joined us. But first, let me tell you about our sponsor, CTC Math. Go to ctcmath.com. You can download a free trial of their math curriculum. It's all online and you guys will love it. Check it out if you've not done that yet. CTCmath.com. The last time you and I talked, I think you actually said it was on your bucket list yes. to be part or to, to try out CTC math. So yeah. <laughs> have you tried it out yet? <laughs> not, no, yet. not yet. <laughs> She's gonna, I'm going to get her to try out CTC <laughs> math. Bucket list is too long. <laughs> um, Val, thank you. I love having you back in the podcast with me today. Um, you know, last time we talked about how you and I are part of the same co-op and that's really fun. I, I love getting to know you. And the last episode we did with you, we talked about wearing all your hats without wearing out. And that was so encouraging to me. And so this week, we're going to dive into this series that we're continuing with. And this is the Homeschool Survival Series. If you have not yet gone to the Schoolhouse Rocked website, you can download the Homeschool Survival Kit for free. It's free. We all like free stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Especially as homeschool moms. (laughs) So you can download that. And, And a lot of what we're talking about through this series is in there. But there have been so many moms who... Um, and, and parents, I shouldn't just say moms. I know we have some dads who listen as well, who are bringing their kids home and they're like, what in the world do I do? And we're hearing from you. We want to be here to help you as you navigate through this world of homeschooling. I know it can be really scary. It can be quite terrifying. Actually, if you've never homeschooled, especially if you're pulling kids out in middle school or high school, especially, it can be really a scary thing. But We've got you covered. <laughs> We're here to help you. And Val has been homeschooling for how many years? 24. 24. That's yeah. a long time to homeschool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm. This is our 11th year. And I feel okay. like we've been at this for a long time. Yeah. Um, and, and not not in a sense that I'm tired of it. I uh-huh. love it. I mean, I, I, mm-hmm. I have no desire to quit anytime soon. I absolutely love homeschooling. Uh, but 24 yeah. years is a long time. Yes. So we homeschooled all of them from the beginning um, and have graduated five from sorry, six, it would be six from our homeschool and, um, are graduating our, our six. Wait, see, I can't You've even, graduated five. I've You're graduating your six. <laughs> this is why she needs CTC math. You can, you can homeschool too. I don't even know how many kids I have. You have seven. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So we're in the middle of a senior and that's why I have the excuse of that. I don't have any brain cells left. Right. The senior year is sort of like um, a part-time job in addition to whatever else you're doing uh, because there's so much to to do. Yeah. (laughs) 
but it's a fun stage. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't look forward to that yet. I just, I'm, I'm not ready to let go, but you will probably cry for a year. Oh, just no. say, just say, <sighs> especially with the first one and you spend that here. Oh, you're going, why did no parents tell me it would be so hard to oh. let them go? <laughs> We had Karen DeBuse on, um, it's been quite some time, but she came on and it was after her daughter had left for college and just that, that difficulty of letting go. And I think that with parents who homeschool, you have a different kind of relationship with your kids because they've not been off to school. And so when your kids, whether they get married and, and move away or go off to college or go off to trade school or whatever they do, it's hard to you know, yeah. just separate. So I, I, I don't look forward to that, but you know what? I do look forward to seeing what God has for my girls. So, right. so this week we are going to break up, um, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday into the three different kind of grade levels. So today I want to talk about the elementary years Yeah. and these are the fun years. And so for you moms who maybe you're, you've been homeschooling from the very beginning, or maybe you're pulling your kid out mid year and you're not sure, maybe you're planning on starting homeschooling next year and you've got an elementary school child, we're going to focus on that today. Um, so you've, you've gotten all of your kids through elementary because your youngest is now in middle school. Mm -hmm. Um, let's talk about what, when it comes to elementary, what do you think is the most important thing to focus on in the elementary years? Uh, well, I would say a combination of, I am equipping a whole person. You know, I'm, I'm growing a whole person. They're not just a little academic person. And um, this, this little person is what Luke 2.52 says, Jesus grew in wisdom, stature, favor with God, favor with man, those four areas of life. And I've really used that blueprint for many years now, uh, engaging with my kids on how are they doing and what do I need to work on with them? I don't want to get uh, bogged down with just the academic side of things or feel pressure that that's all that matters because it's not where mm -hmm. we are truly raising them in God's full design of yeah. who they are as a person. And so Jesus grew in wisdom. Okay. That's, that's academics partly, but it's, it's uh, knowledge applied effectively in life. So if that's the case, if I want my child to learn wisdom, then, and that that is knowledge applied in different situations effectively, then I want to give them different situations. So one of my priorities in homeschooling is uh, different opportunities and honestly, variety. I want them with a variety of age groups. So we go to a nursing home once a month and we just, we do some music like sing <laughs> to them. They love hymns and I'm a horrible singer just want you to know, Yay, me but, too. <laughs> but they don't care. Yeah. They don't care. They love seeing the little kids mm -hmm. uh, there. And uh, in, during COVID, it's been very interesting, but we've been able to keep doing it. We stand outside and they're inside uh, in front of a big window. We got some karaoke, um, actually someone from my podcast, I had shared in, on Facebook that does anyone have a karaoke machine for uh, sale? And some, some listener to the podcast ordered a karaoke machine and had it delivered to our house oh, wow. so we could continue to do this. So we have the mic outside and they have the, um, the speaker inside. And so we were able to continue to interact with them. We'll just do a little exercising. Um, 
we, when we were inside, we would play games with them. Now we do Wheel of Fortune. So we hold up letters and they have a whiteboard on the inside. And, and so they guess a letter. So we can't even hear them, you know, but we can see each other and they love it. And we grow so much from it. So what I'm saying is that I am growing a whole person and that whole person is wisdom. Jesus grew in wisdom, stature, that's physical growth and development and, and healthy living lifestyles. You know, something that I was always careful with, with my kids. But for me, I allowed my health to be on the back seat uh, because everything else seemed more important, which was a big mistake. And so uh, moms that still have littles in the house, don't do that. You need all of those aspects of health to continue to be uh, the mama that God designed you to be. It is not selfish to take care of you. So please do that. Uh, You're loving your family better when you take care of you. So Jesus grew in wisdom. He grew in stature. That's physical habits. Mm -hmm. And Jesus grew in favor with God. So that's relationship with God. That is knowledge of, of the scriptures. And Jesus grew in favor with man. That's relationships. That's communication skills, people skills. I incorporated weekly manners into our our um, homeschool time, and often daily, and not just weekly, because I want my kids to have confidence. Yeah. Um, with other people, I want them to have kindness. In fact, the the combination of humility and confidence mm-hmm. in the same person that is that is huge in affecting all aspects of their life um you know we don't we think so much about academics and right. we put a lot of pressure on ourselves about that but you know that people skills in a career having people skills is going to take you so much further than starting that job with a certain knowledge base. Right. If you are uh, trainable and adaptable and t- an initiative taker and um, you know all of these character qualities and have people skills, now that is a package that it's hard for employers to find. Right. And that's just, I mean, that's still God's list there. And so I have made people skills, a very big part of, of our homeschool. So in the little years, it was, I literally would just go to garage sales and see a little manners book and grab it. And so we'd have this stack of manners books and I would pick one manner. And then I just look through those books and find that manner in the different books. And that's what we'd focus on that week. We would do role playing, um, and you know, make it an enjoyable time of learning people skills. So it starts out as manners, but then pretty soon we develop that into other, you know, speech and just speaking with one another effectively, right. um, articulating clearly um, kind of skills makes a big difference. And uh, that grows into interview skills. And, you know, so, so taking time for that favor with man mm-hmm. time is, is so important. Yeah. Um, we, we talked not that long ago about, uh, we had Matthew McDill on the podcast and we talked about that transition of going from the little years where it's all about, you know, discipline and transitioning into discipleship, because when they're little, it's all about how they act. It's about their behavior and you're, you're still training their heart in the process, but you're moving from the discipline training into those middle school and high school years where you're then forming 
a deeper relationship with them as you're going to have with them as an adult and into that discipleship role. And so in order to do that and to, to form that relationship with them, we have to teach them about Jesus, of course, which is one of the most important things, you know, when it comes to um, schooling the little years and you talked about it, you know, it's not just about academics. People so often they want to jump into these young years, these, these elementary years and think they have to fit it all in. They have to check all the boxes. They have to do the reading and the math and the science and the spelling and the history and, you know, all of the things. And these kids get overwhelmed and we forget to teach them about Jesus, or we might throw a little bit of Jesus on top of it, Mm -hmm. but we make it all about the academics and not about their relationship with the Lord, which then leads to their relationship with us in the later years. Yeah. Um, And so how did you find that balance when your kids were little of not making it all about the academics, but focusing on their character because so much character training takes place as you were talking about manners, so much character training takes place in these young years. And, um, we, we need to focus really on the heart even more than the academics. So I want to talk about that, but we're going to take a quick break. Remember the songs that you learned as a little child? They're still deep in your memory and on the tip of your tongue, and they'll last a lifetime. Imagine if those precious songs had taught you God's Word. Using the classical model, BibleQuest provides both a plan and ready-to-use tools like scripture memory songs, games, and activities to make lifelong teaching of the Bible easy and effective. Simply pick a few tools for the week, practice them together, and enjoy how easy and effective teaching God's Word can be. Try four weeks free at BibleQuestClassical.com forward slash rocked. That's R-O-C-K-E-D. Do you want to encourage independent learning in your students? Do you have multiple students with individual learning styles? Homeschooling is an excellent opportunity to customize your child's education. BJU Press is here to help. For each academic subject, BJU Press has created video lessons that will lead your child through each of their courses. Your child will experience thorough lesson content administered by experienced and engaging teachers who will walk your child through the assignments so they know what to expect. Visit their website at bjupresshomeschool.com to see what courses are available for your student. Okay, go to the contest. Right, okay, okay, okay. to the contest. To the contest. Yeah, get to it or die. Here it is. We are going to give away five DVDs. Here's all you have to do to enter the contest. Leave a review for the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. Go to schoolhouserocked.com slash summer, and it will take you to just a very simple form to fill out. And then from that, from all of our responses that we get, we will choose five winners. So that's it. Schoolhouserocked.com slash summer. Leave a review for the podcast. We would love that. If you would do that, just take a few minutes. It's super, super simple to do. Before the break, we were talking about that transition of going, you know, from those little years and not making it all about the academics, which is what we think it is because we still have that mentality of the traditional school and bringing that into our home. So many of us, and we need to throw the books at them. Literally, here's your books, kids, here's your worksheets. And we forget about the relationship with Jesus and with us. Yeah. So how do we focus on that and build those relationships with them. I'm glad you brought it up because there's this, when, when my kids were really little, so I think I had three at the time and they were all very young 
and everything felt very monotonous about my day. I was spending all of my time just changing diapers and cleaning and cooking, and that was the whole of my day. And yeah. I needed meaning, and I needed I needed God to show me my purpose, and I needed to see how I was having purpose in their futures, and I just needed it all to make sense. And so God brought to my mind um, something I'd learned in college, which was Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs, um, and which was was a faulty system, but it was basically the thought that first, our first need is this, and we can't move to the next need or anything else until we get that need met. And then our next need is this, and then our next need is this. So the the ultimate goal on, on Maslow's hierarchy of needs was um, self-actualization. And of course, that's not my goal for my kids, and it's not God's design for, for my kids. So I, but I decided I was going to use a little triangle and have these these needs in my kids that were of most importance. And I was going to work my way through this with the ultimate goal being God's will for their life today. Mm-hmm. What is God's will for their life today? And if we do this on a daily basis, then in the end, we are helping them live out God's purpose, big picture purpose, you know, in the in the big, big decisions of life. And so the in my book, Wearing All Your Hats Without Wearing Out. I have this diagram that I that I began, you know, over 20 years ago that I continue to keep in mind that first is our sa- their safety needs, their physical and emotional safety needs. Mm-hmm. And then is their physical needs and then their love and justice which I believe is a on the same playing field that they need an equal amount of love and justice in their life and then their view of God is next there. And see when they're really little they might not understand, you know, I'm holding this baby and they don't have a concept of, of, of God yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just have a concept of safe and right hung and belly filled, you right, know, right. you know, but um, I, I want to, my goal on a daily basis with these little ones is move them up this hierarchy of needs as quickly through the day as possible. So I can get to the good stuff. So I want to get to the, the the God stuff, and I want to. There, there's something I have. I, I don't know. You probably won't be able to see this on the way, but all along the side of this, while there's things that we're working on through the day that matter, all along the side is God moments, mm, yeah, and God's word. All through my day, my focus needs to be with these little people. How can I get more of God's word yep. into their hearts and mind? And how can I identify? How can I identify the God moments in this day, so that I can help them see all the characteristics of God: His creativity, His love, His justice, His mercy, all the characteristics of God. How how can I identify the God moments in this day? And the tricky little thing is this: It is hard for us to see the God moments in the day if life is chaos. Yeah, and right. so I learned that my home needed to have some order and it needed to have some systems and it needed to have a schedule. And I, for a while I was out of balance with that schedule. And it was like, it was the most important thing, but I also learned that is wrong. And instead it's just, it is our little guide that helps us. But ultimately I can see God interrupting because I have a system and because we have a a schedule, I, I see the God interruptions and then they're beautiful and wonderful. And it's me identifying, is this a God interruption that's really important? Stop what we're doing. Drop everything. Take this God moment. Or is it distractions that I need to, you know, 
keep away because we're going to stick to our growth schedule. Yeah. And, and interruptions are sometimes a really good thing. And so when you say God interruptions, you're not meaning God bothered, you know, is bothering you, but, oh, there are so many opportunities that we have. It is one of the greatest things about homeschooling is that when our kids are with us every day of the week, all day long, for the most part, we have so many opportunities and we do need to look for those opportunities to teach them God's truth and to instill in them wisdom and the proper way to do things and the proper way to respond to one another when, you know, someone steals their toy or when some, you know, or when maybe they're struggling with something in their schoolwork and, and we can just sit down with them and just say, it's okay. Let's, we've got this, let's do this together. Let's pray about it. Let's figure this out together. And if we can't help them, then we go to someone else who maybe can. And there are so many opportunities we have to do that that are lost when our kids are apart from us. And in the elementary years, definitely, I think, is are those formative years that lead up to us being able to be that voice in their lives when they're in the middle school and high school years. The the elementary years are the building of the foundation, right? Yeah. I mean, we've often talked about um building foundation. We we live in a neighborhood right now where they're building a bunch of houses. It's a, a newer neighborhood. And so they're building the next phase of houses. And it's really it's so fun to see them preparing the dirt and then they pour the foundation and then they frame the house and then they, you know, put the drywall up and then I, I mean like the bricks get laid and at the very end they paint it. It's the last thing they do. They paint it and make it beautiful in the end. But in the process of it being built, it's messy. And it's it it doesn't look very pretty. It yeah. looks like kind of a disaster. Um, and it's what's on, on the inside of all the walls. But then as it's, it's being built, you just realize how strong these houses are, strong enough to shelter our family, yeah. right? And that's really what we're doing in these elementary years is we're building that foundation. We are building a strong foundation based on the word of God, based on God's truth. And we're helping them to understand who God is, who God is in their life, how God created them, and that he created them on purpose and for a purpose. We talk about that all the time Mm -hmm. and helping them to understand, you know, like you said, their place in this world, they matter. These kids matter and they need to be told from the age of, from, from the time they're born till the time they're, you know, out of our home and beyond. They need to be reminded all the time that they have a purpose in this life. Um, And so, yeah, these, these elementary years are so vitally important. It's not the time to pass them off to someone else. Um, This is the time where we need to hold them close and do, do the hard training so that in the middle school and high school years, we have that relationship with them. Um, I I know we need to close. Can I tell them really quick about, yes, I have this $2, uh, um, resource that can help yeah. them with the raising a Luke 252 kid, um, setting a goal every semester in those four areas and allowing that to help you shape your curriculum choices, your activities that they participate in, your parenting um, moments mm-hmm. <laughs> that you need to take with them. So I have this download that on one side is a goal poster for you to pray, um, you know, see and pray those four goals in their lives, but um, you may also want to hang it in your kid's room instead and let that be theirs. But just some instructions on the back on how to uh, raise a Luke 252 kid, you know, that yeah. balanced kid in the four, make sure they're growing in those four areas. Yes. I also on my podcast um, 
have some multiple podcast episodes about it as well. Okay. Well, if you can send those to me, I can link to them so people can listen to those. Um, There are just so many things. I wish we had more time to talk about specifically elementary years, but I'm going to just throw a few things out there. Um, Outdoor play is vitally important for them. They must be outside. And it's not just the elementary years, middle school and high school, it's important for them too. But in these elementary years, they must be moving. They must be outdoors, exploring God's creation, digging in the dirt, you know, finding the cool bugs and figuring out yeah. what to do with them. And, um, you know, all the different leaves. I mean, there's so much to explore outside. So outdoor time, reading time is huge. If all you do in your homeschool day is read to your kids, really good literature and let them play outside and then let them play yeah. indoors as well, whether it's Legos or playing house, you know, for little girls who, you know, my girls would sit and play with their dollhouse four hours. Yeah. And it was, it, it, it's, it's mommy training. I mean, it's really what it is. And they were learning how a family works together and how those relationships work together. And their little babies would fight with each other sometimes. And then they would make up and, you know, it, it's so exciting to see our kids develop under our own roof. Yeah. And, you know, listening to audiobooks, um, that's huge that we can, I'll actually link some uh, recommendations for audiobooks. We love audio dramas. We love the Lamplighter series. We love the Brinkman Adventures. Um, we there there are so many different ones that you guys can listen to, and then just regular audiobooks as well. Um, they can listen to. So there, those are the things that are the most important. Yeah. The worksheets. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're okay sometimes, and some kids enjoy doing those things. But it's not what the focus should be. You know, get rid of that idea that your kids need to be sitting at a desk doing worksheets all day long in order to be accomplishing school, because that's not really what they need. Um, They were created to create and discover and explore and, and to get dirty and to imagine, you know, that playing in their room time, imagining that is so important. And yet in our society, we see so much of the grabbing the technology and that is not developing in them things that they were just, they they need this to be grown and full in them before they enter that middle school years um, where, where they're ready to go deeper into knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. And this is a time to train Mm -hmm. your children and their behavior. You know, so if you have a child who's very active, it's good for them. That's why they need to be outside to get out that energy, but then train them to use self-control when they're at home. Though, if you're reading to them, that's not the time for them to have to sit quietly with their hands in their laps. There's, there is a time for that, you know, sitting at a dinner table is the time to sit and use self-control when you're reading to them, they should be self-controlled, but I strongly recommend your kids being able to do something with their hands, whether it's Legos or building or drawing or coloring or something. Most kids listen better and can comprehend better. Have you found that with your kids? Absolutely. Absolutely. I loved coupling either, um, like a history scene, Mm -hmm. just opening up a, a book of a history scene for them uh, to to draw and color and make right. that they're looking at that while, and making it themselves while I'm reading to them about that historical thing or to take some famous art thing that then they're doing that while we're reading. Right, right. Yeah, I, I, I cringe when I see videos of kids, you know, sitting on their little carpet squares while the teacher's reading to them you know, from her chair at front and she's like, you know, sit crisscross applesauce with your hands in your lap. And they expect these little four and five-year-olds yeah. or even eight or nine-year-olds to sit still, perfectly still while she reads to them. And they're bursting. All they want to do is move yep. because God has created their bodies to move. And yeah. so 
that in in those elementary years focus on those things that is really what they need um we're out of time we're going to come back on wednesday we're going to talk about the middle school years and how you can effectively teach middle school um i'm i'm i've done middle school now with my oldest my youngest is is getting ready to enter middle school though she's taken some middle school classes so we're kind of kind of in there already and um and those are exciting years so we're going to talk about that on wednesday thank you guys so much for joining us val where can people find out more about you practically speaking mom.com is where you'll find my blog and books and i'm going to have a coupon code for them okay Uh, we're just going to call it rocked so you know from schoolhouse rocked that'll be the coupon code for 10 percent off and um so practicallyspeakingmom.com is also where they can find my podcast or on whatever their favorite podcast platform is. Okay, sounds great. We will put those links in the show notes. Please share this with your friends, you guys. This series that we're doing is so important. So many people asking and wanting to know how do we do this homeschool thing? So we're here to help you. Share this with your friends. Leave a review on on whatever podcast app you listen on. We would really appreciate that. Have a great rest of your day and we'll be back with you on Wednesday. Bye. What we do at IEW is break through the the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts, and we say, this is what you do, step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com.